everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Current Status. Tonight, we're on Monday, which is completely different than our Thursdays, but it's a very, very special show today. Um, we have some, uh, we have two special guests, but before we get to them, um, first I should introduce myself. I'm Puma Schmidt, also known as Exchange Goddess on the Twitters, and my co-host. My name is Teresa Miller, and you can find me on Twitter at 24 by 7 IT Connect. Um, and I'm glad we're back this week with this little episode, I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. And um, our guests joining us, introduce yourselves as well. So we have, as I said, we have two guests um, from Nutanix. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves and let everybody know who you are? Sure, Pumala and Teresa, and thanks again for uh, hosting us tonight. So my name is Julie O'Brien. I'm the Vice President of Corporate Marketing at Nutanix. Uh, I've been with Nutanix for just a little over a year, and uh, my team is responsible for doing things like uh, driving demand, driving brand recognition, and of course, hosting our customers at all kinds of events, but especially the, the really large one that we just held in Las Vegas that is called .next. And Hi, I'm Rebecca Labovici. Um, great to see everyone here. I'm the Director for Technical Enablement in Engineering, um, so R&D at Nutanix. Great. So I guess the reason why we're all here today is um, something, I, I guess the, tw the Twitters and social media really took a bashing or bashed you guys on this. Um, you guys had a party and um, apparently there were some, some things that happened at the party that just seemed uh, possibly inappropriate. So I guess let's let's just dig into it. Um, sure. I was I, I wasn't there, but apparently there was bikini-clad women, light-up wands that looked like words I'm not going to say right now because my nine-year-old just walked past me. <laughs> um, but it just seemed like it just was not appropriate for a professional event. Um, and you know, some comments were that it objectified women, um, potentially made men uncomfortable. So what's your story? Yeah, sure. So, um, and hopefully folks have seen, you know, um, we very quick, quickly issued a blog to apologize, you know, 100% agree uh, that particular decision out of about a million decisions around this event was was not a great one. It was a mistake. You know, we were very, like I said, honored and humbled to have more than 2,500 customers join us for a two and a half day event. There was a, a 30 minute, I would say, you know, major lapse in, in judgment, a mistake that was made uh, around, in particular, uh, a wheel that's offered by the club. Um, when you book your, your event uh, at the club and it was hot, we were in Vegas, you know, figured a pool party would be a fun way to end the conference. Um, but anyway, when you book this particular club, um, the wheel is, is part of the environment. Uh, you either use it or you cordon it off. Uh, our team decided, you know, it's uh, it's Vegas. It's part of the entertainment when you come through the door. And it was, you know, it was honestly the wrong decision to make. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, again, after two and a half days of great content, great conversations, um, strong networking, both by men and women at the event, we actually had a web scale women uh, peer networking event that was there and the feedback was fantastic from the women who attended and said they're so appreciative of having you know Nutanix actually take the time to organize something just for them. So 
you know, no question about it. You know, we messed up. We should have gotten rid of that entryway wheel. Um, it reflected the brand of the Beach Club, just didn't reflect the Nutanix brand and does not reflect the Nutanix brand. So one of the questions that kind of came off like Twitter and some of the feedback that we heard um, was that the wheel was actually branded by Nutanix mm-hmm. or had your, your branding on there. So at what point were those decisions made? Is that something that could have been removed or were you not offered any opportunities to change that um, that decision that was made? Yeah, no. So I think, again, it comes back to when you plan an event at this club um, and they offer their services, you know, food and beverage, branding opportunities, whatever, um, that was part of the branding opportunity. That was part of the entertainment that was offered. It wasn't something we said, oh, we have a really great idea. Why don't we bring in a Ferris wheel? You know, that that wasn't something above and beyond, right? So, um, you know, again, it, it's, it's something that we should have we should have not done. It was clearly uh, a mistake. We're deeply sorry for anyone that we offended along the way. And, uh, you know, I can assure you our CMO has been very vocal on Twitter as well. You know, it won't happen again. Yeah, there was, there was another question that um, came up to that. Um, was there a walkthrough prior to the party? And I understand the whole, you know, the venue, they have their packages, um, but did somebody, do they give you an opportunity to walk through and show you what, you know, what's being displayed, um, potentially, you know, the servers, the wait staff, you know, the attire? Yeah, no, they do a walkthrough and they're, you know, they're, they're great to work with. They, they're all about what they can offer and the brand experience around their, you know, around their pool, around their club. Um, but when they walk through, they're pointing things out, right? Mm-hmm. So first thing you see, you see this, you see this large structure, and you ask the question, "What is that? Can it be moved?" You know, turns out cannot be moved. Okay, well if we don't move it, you know, what's the situation? And again, that decision was one of a thousand that was made to create a really high quality experience. And uh, you know, I think we've we've really clearly stated, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't the right one. You know, it's not reflective of who we are as a company. It's not reflective of the great work that we've been doing over the past year and a half to build out a Web Scale Women initiative program. It's not reflective of the work that the HR team is doing to go out and sponsor organizations like IEEE, like WITI, and, um, you know, get out in front and really create uh, an environment where women want to be part of tech and want to be part of a company like Nutanix that is clearly disrupting the industry. And, and when you do that, you know, not everyone's happy about having their, their, uh, their cheese moved, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess there are also comments. Um, this isn't the first time something this has happened before, and this is before you started. So, you know, pre Julia, <laughs> Julie time, um, there were other incidents like this. And I guess, you know, what, what's on everybody's mind is how can this happen again? I, I thought, you know, they thought, well, maybe the last time was kind of like a wake up call. Um, and, yeah. you know, we didn't think it happened again, but, you know, I understand that, you know, accidents happen. I mean, when you're planning an event, things just, things go real quick. So I, I could see where some of this stuff kind of falls through the cracks, especially if you try and make decisions on the fly. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I guess if it's happened before something similar, it would almost seem like you would have to be a little bit more sensitive, especially with the whole women in tech um, topic itself is very sensitive right now. And, and just makes everybody sort of on edge with anything they do because, um, you know, you never know if you're going to offend somebody, whether right. it's women, gay or lesbians, purple, you know, green. It's just this fear of, okay, who am I going to offend? Mm-hmm. And it, it just feels like, you know, it almost feels like, okay, did they not care enough to, to really listen, you know, listen to the voice of, who could be really sensitive to this because i i I just know from you know i I know certain people that if they go to an event that has something potentially inappropriate they would have to leave because their company you know would not would not approve of it so it just makes it to me it makes me more aware of my surroundings when i go places or, or when i'm planning an event yeah so i mean i i can say you know uh this this really this broke my heart um, we put so much effort into really thinking about the user experience, just like we do with our products, you know, making it simple, elegant, easy to use, um, delighting our customers, you know, and thinking through how are we going to increase the women who are at the conference year over year, right? Last year was our, inaug- our inaugural year. So how do we do that on main stage? How do we do that on breakouts? How do we create an environment for women in tech to come together, you know, fostering this peer networking um, environment? How do we do things like even reach out into a more diverse community? We, we announced on the, the general session stage a donation to the Juan Orlando Fund to help victims um, and their and their families. So this, you know, this significant uh, oversight it just, like I said, it really, it, it broke my heart because I know that it's not representative of who we are as a company, as a culture, um, and definitely did not reflect, you know, what what our core beliefs are. So I think, you know, some people are going to have to, um, you know, everyone's going to interpret that in terms of do, do they feel we're being authentic or genuine. And um, what I can say is, you know, this is a bigger conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's a bigger issue, I think, women in tech. And we're going to tackle this, and it's going to take a little bit of time, but, you know, watch Nutanix. One thing I've learned after being here for just a little over a year, uh, when, we, when we fail, we fail fast, we learn, we move on, we redouble our efforts, and, uh, and that makes us, you know, stronger as an organization. And... Um, you know, I would I would just say watch this space. Yeah, and I would say that. Um, oh, sorry, Teresa. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, well, all, I, all I was going to say is, what are the lessons? What do you think the industry can learn from this? So, like, like this this forward? can be example that's bigger than Nutanix. So, what are the takeaways um, that that we can all use and learn from? Yeah. Because you know what, honestly, this can happen to anybody, any yeah. any vendor, and this is where. You know, we wanted this to be fair for you guys and fair for, you know, the audience as well, where this can happen to anybody. Um, So for the haters out there, you know, the bashers, um, you know, one simple mistake that you do, I mean, this can happen. So like Teresa said, how can we, you know, how can we make sure this doesn't happen again? And how do we move forward as a community, as an industry? Do you want, do you have any? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I guess there's an opportunity here. 
Um, and I look at this situation, I, I believe across Nutanix, um, there is deep regret. Um, but it, there is an opportunity in there. We have um, a really well-established women in tech program um, that was started at the grassroots level a year and a half ago. Um, actually, when I joined, there was always a great um, female community within R&D, and that's where the program started. Um, we've had great traction, um, actually, globally, um, and we have um, extended their reach um, from across engineering to all areas in Nutanix. So um, we regularly, like monthly, put on events, um, outreach events. Um, we're very committed to community initiatives. Um, a, a recent highlight for me was one that we ran in, in Bangalore, was for the Big Dream School a month ago, where we worked with 130 disadvantaged um, and street children, um, put on a day of fun, education, um, served them lunch, donated educational materials, um, and put on a career panel for the for the teenagers. So that's an example of um, the commitment of the program. Um, it's it's staffed by um, Nutanix women. Um, a lot of executive support. Um, we wouldn't have received the traction that, that we had if, if we hadn't. Um, but we, um, we're really committed to connecting our community together, um, but as well as professional development internally. So we run a lot of education programs. Um, we um, are about to launch a new career development um, initiative um, for women at Nutanix, where we'll have be hosting one-on-one -on -one career development sessions um, for women. Um, and, you know, there, there's a wonderful movement within our community. Um, and I think that we can take this as a lesson learned. Obviously, there's, there's steps to go within Nutanix, but also in the wider community. So, you know, do we let this um, stop us? Do we let it, um, you know, what's the decision here? I mean, my decision is let's, Let's extend our reach. Let's work harder um, internally and externally. So, you know, I think we should allow it to, to make us stronger as, as a community, come together um, and learn a lesson here. Yeah, and just um, so you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this from the coaching that I can give my team too and, and be thinking about um, let's not get stuck thinking about how the world is today and designing our events or our experience around that, but let's be thinking about what it could look like, you know, what if that audience was 15% women, for example, right? What would that experience look like? And I think to be, you know, just thinking about the way that we design our events in the way that we would like to see the, the workforce, the way that we would like to see the audience participating. And, and that should be, you know, that should be kind of our, our guidepost. I think that there really is. Um, so in terms of um, the event preparation, um, we actually hosted um, a WebScale Woman welcome cocktail party on the registration evening where we invited all female participants. Um, and it really provided a great um, launch pad for people to connect together um, as, a, as a minority community at the conference. Um, I know that a lot of the customers and partners um, appreciated those efforts um, and I think next time what we'd like to see is that we carry that theme across the conference so you know definitely lessons learned but there's a lot of good stuff happening 
um, internally, and um, we want to continue with that. So there's a question from on the Twitters from Justin mm -hmm. Warren. He yep. asks, what about the system is being changed to prevent this from happening again? Yeah, so I think we have to have tighter checks and balances in terms of reviewing um, and buttoning up um, our our process around what we think, and, and I'll talk about it in terms of events first, right? What, what you know, what is okay? We spent a lot of time thinking about sort of the, the fun element, and again, this was this is a detail that was unfortunate and, um, you know, and, and slipped through the cracks, and it's, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. But moving forward, I think from a tactical perspective, we need more eyes on the plan at key milestones and just making sure that we have that lens. We need to be doing things like I was just mentioning in terms of thinking of to have in the room and, um, and being more forward-looking on that rather than in the moment. Uh, we're already doing a lot around, you know, um, programs around cultural sensitivity and, and diversity. And, and like I said, you know, when things like this happen, one thing that's great about this company is we look at it as a huge opportunity. It is a catalyst for us to mobilize around something that we were already driving in the business. And, uh, and I would say, you know, we're not going to flip a switch and solve everything overnight. It's a, it's a bigger issue across the industry, but you know, one of the things that we're excited about doing and, and we had discussed with some, um, you know, seasoned women in the tech industry is how can we get a conversation going and share what we're experiencing, what we're learning in terms of best practices. Let's let's take that opportunity maybe around an industry event like VMworld and have the conversation, share, you know, what those best practices are. And at that point, you know, look at what is the roadmap that we can be, you know, building together as an industry, not just as Nutanix, but what are the pieces that we should be driving toward? What are the metrics that we should have in place for either percent of women in engineering or, um, you know, whether it's target speakers that I'm looking at from, from .next, but broadening the conversation. I, I completely agree with you that it, it's, you know, it's bigger than Nutanix. It's, a, it's an industry issue um, because it can happen to anybody. And it, I think everybody just needs to put their differences aside regardless of who you work for and look at the bigger picture we're so i mean there was a comment twitter last week somebody said what's well, vegas you should expect this kind of thing at vegas mm -hmm. and and i just thought really this is a professional event so it, it's kind of twofold yes it's a beach party but at the same time it's a professional event you know you should be a little bit more conservative about it um are we as an industry as a i guess society just so sensitive to these issues that we're just waiting for somebody to screw up so you know they can be poked at uh, and then you know your competitors can just start ganging up on you and saying oh you screwed up <laughs> look you did it again um it, it almost feels like it's someone it almost feels like it's a chance or they're waiting for someone to screw up so, so you can take that opportunity to gang up on somebody well really is that really the root cause is that the real the real problem i mean the, the you just have to take tech aside. I, I really don't care what company you work for. There is a, a bigger problem, and I think some people are afraid to really discuss it. And I and then I appreciate that you guys have come out and apologize. Um, you know, and you you want to move forward. You want to do better. Um, to me, that says a lot. I don't care what anybody else says out there. You no, know, I agree with the fact you. That you've come forward says a lot to me. It, it does. And 
I know too, even out on Twitter, there was some scrutiny to that, like people overanalyzing what was even released. And I, I think other companies have been in the thing. So um, I, I, I think it does say a lot. And so, you know, I think people will be watching too. So they'll be watching for those lessons learned. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw a talk the other day. I think it's actually from, uh, it might've been from Google women's event, And it's, um, it went along the lines of uh, failure is a bruise. It's not a tattoo. And um, I think that that speaks volumes here too. Right. Uh, I know that I mentioned, you know, that's, that's one of the great things about this company. I think it's one of the great things about this culture. We, we, we learn, we, we, we make the right changes. Um, this will be a catalyst for us again, to continue something we'd already started. And I'm excited to see that happen. I'm excited to see the company really energized around um, making that, taking that opportunity, seizing the opportunity. We had a town hall today and um, I was really blown away by that energy actually. And you know, you guys have a lot of supporters out there too. Not not every not everybody's being negative about it. Um, you know, there's a a Twitter follower, uh, Will Fuller. He even said, you know, tech companies should stop having conferences in Vegas because mm-hmm. it's just, you know, the venue should have said something too. I, I think I won't say they're to blame, but as no, you know, yeah. someone providing services like this, yeah, there should be a disclaimer of some sort saying, okay, the wheel's going to be there. You, right. You've opted not to quarantine off, but as an FYI, we are going to have women sitting there wearing bikinis, holding up flashing lights. <laughs> is that okay for you? Is this yeah. is this going to make you, you know, is anybody going to feel uncomfortable about this? It should just be a, a small disclaimer. Um, it, that's that's my opinion, you know, my two cents on that. Others yeah, may no. feel differently. Oh, it's Vegas, you expect them. Like, not really, though. As a venue provider like that, a small disclaimer, I think, is, is nice for companies coming in to hold these conferences. Yeah, no, I think that that's, uh, that's an interesting point. I, I, I think that the, the blame, you know, squarely for me falls on our shoulders. But um, I have had a couple of conversations with the club to just say, you know, um, you got to you just you just got to go that extra mile with the conversation. Right. Ultimately, the decision, you know, falls on whoever's renting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was it was your decision, but at the same time, I think um, when you're planning events like this, I mean, it, it there's a lot to do. I mean, I personally just got done planning um, an internal tech expo for my company, and it took us three months, and it was just a small little half day, actually a four hour event, mm-hmm. and it, it was just so painful. I can't really imagine, you know, planning a conference for thousands of people. And you're planning every single detail. Things are going to get missed, um, yeah. and I think that's where some people need to understand. Okay, yeah, it was a really, really big screw up again, but at the same time, you know, it is Vegas, and it's hard. You know, it's very hard to really say, okay, it has to be ultra conservative. It can be done, but it's also your second year of doing this too, in working with working with these vendors. So lessons learned for everybody, I think. Yeah. And for everybody, everybody planning to have a conference in Vegas, you know, you really, I think you just have to really be extra cautious, extra attentive and, and just, you know, and just really go, okay, where, where's our auditor, our compliance check person? Yeah. Because, because it is Vegas yeah. and not everything stays in Vegas. It happens in Vegas. Right. Unfortunately, it, it comes that back. Is true. 
That is true. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, we're... Uh, I heard there was a great party, though. A great venue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the whole, yeah. They said yeah. it was a great venue. Yeah. Despite the 30-minute fiasco, yeah. It was... Uh, I think people had a good time. It was 108 degrees outside, so it was a little toasty, but... Um, but uh yeah i think uh, i think people enjoyed themselves and i just uh there are two when something like this happens right there's sort of two things you can do you can sort of stick your head in the sand and and hope it goes away right and just not comment at all and Mm -hmm. just let things swirl around you or or you can try to take ownership of the situation and uh and and continue to make things you know better to use it as an opportunity and that's what that's what we're doing. Yeah. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll have folks who are, who are listening to this podcast, you know, be part of that conversation, uh, be part of that that movement. Um, we are really excited to host something during VMworld and, and bring a group together. So for folks who want to be part of that, um, you know, please uh, reach out and message me or, or uh, you can go through uh, Teresa and um, Pumala here. But uh, it's um, it's a defining moment for us, and uh, I think you know we won't let you down. And so, for what you're trying to plan at VMworld too, that's not just open to women in the community, right? That's vendors and everybody, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Diversity. I, yeah. I think it's I think it's a bigger it's a bigger issue. It's a bigger it's a bigger cause. It is. You know, it's just not about women. I think it's just it's it's just. It's about inclusion of everybody, mm. um, even men that um, maybe have like Asperger's. You know, they've got social problems um, that are you know just not comfortable being around mm. a lot of people. Um, it just an inclusion of everybody to make them feel comfortable in the workplace. Yeah, and I think there's some programs that we might be able to share too at that point in time. Yeah. One of the ones that we didn't touch on is called NewFlex. And we think it's pretty innovative. I haven't come across any other companies yet in the Valley doing uh, exactly what we're doing here, but it's an opportunity for people who either are kind of nearing retirement, but they're not ready to fully retire, or they have a situation at home and they need to cut back on their hours. So it's not, you know, it's not a leave of absence. It's really being able to, to um, create a work day and a, a work week that makes sense for you, where you are in terms of what you need to do in your households, you know, either with an aging parent or children, or where you are at in terms of your career, but you you still want to be part of a, a place like Nutanix. And so that pilot's going to kick off in our Q1, which uh, starts in July. So we may be able to share some insights yeah. back out with the community too, in terms of what that looks like. Again, that's not just for women. That's really for for anybody who might want to take advantage of yeah. it. And we're, we're so excited about this program, which has inputs from across Nutanix, that um, we can also provide opportunities and support for women who, who want to have a good balance of of work and family. Um, so I think, um, you know, a, you know, selfishly, we'll be able to tap, tap into some top talent in the community, but we also will be able to support women in, in the way that they want um, in the work environment um, and, and make what a lot of us want, which is, you know, being able to have that balance a real reality. So um, we're really excited to kick that off. Um, and I think, yeah, that, that will be something great to share um, and sharing those results too. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going to be at VMworld, but I think Pumala, you will be, right? Um, possibly, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, right now I don't have plans to be. 
Okay. Yeah, we should talk. We should talk. Um, one of the other things I was going to mention too, I just came from Citrix Synergy in Vegas and they had a really nice diversity platform um, kind of launched with this conference last year. It was more focused on women and this year it was diversity. And I think that based on everything we've discussed here, I, I, I think that is a, it's a really good thing to step back and look at overall. Yeah. It's bigger than, it's bigger than just the women. Yeah. Okay. So I, I have to get on a soapbox. To, I've been following the Twitter stream. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I understand that this is just, it's unfortunate that it happened and everybody knows me. I'd love to have a great time, you know, and I'm reading the Twitter stream and it's just so negative. And I, I get, I get that this is two strikes on Nutanix, but at the same time, they're apologizing and yes, they need to work harder. Um, so can't, it, it just, it just feels like nobody wants <clears throat> to look forward. No one wants to move forward. It's just keep beating that horse dead. You know, the horse is dead. Let, let's, let's stop talking yeah. about Time the, to move on. Yeah, the bikinis and light up wands. <laughs> um, everybody understands that Nutanix needs to work a little bit harder, maybe a lot harder than everybody else because this is the second strike. Um, but it's, hap it's happened to other big companies. The exact same thing has happened, and I'm not going to name them. You guys know who you are. <laughs> you know, it, it's happened to you guys, and it just seems like, okay, everyone's done talking. So let's, you know, let's try to move forward. Because I think that, I mean, I think Nutanix understands that, yeah, they screwed up, and this was really big. Um, so let's just be fair to everybody. And I would like to see a change from... from Nutanix from the community. I mean, from everybody, because I guess I'm just tired of people just complaining about oh, women in tech. It's really nothing. Or then you have the women that are like, oh, women in tech. It needs to, you know, something needs to be done. It's really, why don't we just all shut up and do something about it? Yeah. So there's my soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> just so much complaining. What? What? You know, let's stop complaining and let's do something. Yeah. Less let's talk with more yeah. action. Exactly. Let, let's stop talking about who screwed up and what they need to do better. Let's just do something about it. You know, get off your butts and let's make a difference in the community. Because if we all get together and try to make a difference, less it'd be a less chance of this happening again. Because we're all going to be very conscious of it when, when we do this planning. And yes, I understand the Twitter's. It's not a little thing. But when you are planning an event, there are a lot of things that need to be done. And it just, things happen. So I, I see both sides of the fence. But what are we going to do as a community, as everybody, so this doesn't happen again to anybody, regardless of Nutanix or other, other vendors out there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got we've got some programs in motion. I, you're going to hear a lot more from us in the space, and uh, I would say, you know, from the, at least from the Nutanix side of it, I don't know what the Twitterverse is telling you uh, for your answer to that question, but you know, um, watch this space. It's it's our opportunity. This is a catalyst for us, and and we will we will seize that opportunity. Yeah, and there's huge commitment internally. Um, 
to move in a positive way and to support the female community in tech. I mean, we, we already have this, this great program, which is um, very highly participated globally. There's so much support for it. Um, and that, that's not necessarily visible externally, which is a shame. Um, you know, it, this, this incident is deeply regretted. It's definitely not taken lightly. Um, it's taken very seriously internally. Um, and we, we want to make a change. We want to make things better. So, you know, I hope everybody takes our apology in the way that it's intended. Um, and, yeah, we look forward to moving forward positively um, with the community. So what's your response to a comment where someone says, it's more than just one event. It's the overall culture and attitude that the company presents. Yeah, I think you have to either be a customer of Nutanix or work inside of Nutanix, you know, to 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 understand what the true culture yeah. is. And and like I said, if uh, if there was a lot of talk and no action, then I think you know maybe maybe that's a fair statement. But if you're you know we're we're taking some just awesome steps to be inclusive, not just of women, um, but to really be working on a diversity program for such a young company. Uh, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of passion here. And, and I, again, I just really feel like when something like this happens to us, whether it's on the product side or service side or whatever it is, whatever that sort of obstacle is or that issue is, um, it is, it's, it's in our culture. It's in our blood to seize that and make a change and, and be positive. Yeah, I mean, I myself, I've worked in the tech industry for um, 15 years. I work in engineering, so I am internally facing. Um, worked over four countries, um, had a lot of different experiences at a lot of different companies. Um, and I have to say, from an inclusion perspective in engineering, um, that I actually haven't worked for a, um, you know, I've worked for other big Bay Area companies. I haven't worked um, for a company that has made me feel so included, um, that has um, a, such a culture of, of innovation and, and the feeling that you can make whatever you want happen, um, dream the impossible. So, I mean, in terms of my, I can only speak to my own experience. Um, it's been a wonderfully inclusive one and, you know, it doesn't matter if you're male, female, black, white, or even if you're a New Zealander, you know, <laughs> it, it shouldn't matter. Everybody should feel welcome and included. So, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but, um, you know, for me, that's the culture of Nutanix. So, you know, a Twitter post here. Um, so is the culture internally completely different than what is seen on the outside? And this is something I've noticed, too. Um some of the, I guess, perceived culture is a little aggressive. And from what you guys are saying, it doesn't seem that way. So it kind of makes me wonder, what's the real story? Is it just a few aggressive seeds out there that just give the perception that the company has a different culture? Because what you guys are spinning is completely different than what, you know, what we're seeing. So I think a lot of, of the audience is thinking, okay, this is just a bunch of smoke. And as somebody stated, this is a paid PR correction. No, this is not a paid PR correction. No. But I'd also I'd like to echo. Uh, 
I'd like to echo what Pumala said too, in that you know I've observed some aggressiveness as well from from some of the uh, Nutanix folks, especially out in the social media over the past couple of years. So um, I think that's a valid point that to whoever's asking that out on Twitter, I think I think it'll be really good to hear what you guys have to say about that. What's the difference, the internal versus the external? Yeah, so I think we've heard from an employee perspective, you know, kind of how we feel on that. I would say talk to our customers, right? I mean, our, uh, you know, sort of our three values are, you know, being hungry, humble, and honest. I think that um, we, those are three values we try to live and be very transparent and very forthcoming. Um, when you're hungry and you're you're going after um a market that's being disrupted, uh, disrupting the legacy players. You know, um, not everybody is going to enjoy being disrupted. And I think that uh, there have been a lot of competitive voices out there over the over the years around that. Maybe, maybe some more aggressive than they need to be. But I would say that in general, um, our culture is is absolutely one of listening to customers. Um, you know, staying humble, staying honest, and, and being hungry, hungry to disrupt and innovate on behalf of our customers and our partners. So if, uh, if there are people out there that, you know, you feel are being aggressive, let us know, you know, if it's not, it's not appropriate, we'll, we'll have a conversation. I think there's one common thread here too, which is around a passion. So if, if there's one thing, Nutanix employees are, are, are passionate so whether it's, um, for example, myself about the Web Scale Women program um, and building that out, um, but also people who are in the more competitive arena um, too are very passionate. Um, you know, sometimes that spills over as well. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I can't really speak to that externally. Um, it's not something I follow, um, so I can only speak really for the internal experience. But I do know that that passion carries across and um but keep us you know keep us honest right i mean that's that's part of who we are so keep us honest do you have someone that monitors your social media that you know that um maybe from the outside looking in yeah we do we do if you think we need to have you know a, a a more sensitive layer to that or again if there if there are tweets that you feel are you know, borderline aggressive or, you know, let's, let's talk about it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just as yeah. Teresa, we, we've noticed throughout the years, there's been some aggressive, um, passionate <laughs> comments, but and it's, it's definitely, pa- it's definitely passionate. Um, I, I think so too. The, you know, they're passionate about what they're doing and it's great, but it comes off very aggressive and it's the perception of what, your, it's it's a perception of what the company is because of what their, you know, their passion is. Um, the aggressive it, you know, I'm going to be honest. Um, I was given a quote for uh, Nutanix for storage, and um, I looked at it. But my first thought when I got that quote was, "Wow, those are those really aggressive guys. They really don't want to deal with that." And I hated doing that because I wasn't really. I wasn't looking at the hardware and I actually had to step aside, you know, put the quote away and not think about that for a little bit and, and think, okay, 
I, I can't, you know, I can't use that perception. I got to look at it from a hardware perspective only. Um, but that's a shame because that's my first, that was my first thought. And I think of that with other, there's other companies I do that with too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that aggressive behavior, it leaves that bad taste in your mouth. Like I, I really, you know, I really don't want to deal with them. And I think that's where some of this backlash is coming from. You know, the last couple of incidents, um, you know, people have now stamped you guys as, okay, they're, you know, they're the, this aggressive company, it's in their culture, but is it really, you know, it's just a few people on social media. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, I've been here for a little over a year now and uh, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's a great place to be. Um, leadership team is amazing. People are passionate about being here. They're passionate about innovating and disrupting and doing the right thing for customers. And so, um, you know, hopefully some of this was, was kind of early days as the company was, was growing up. Um, I haven't experienced that since I've been here. And um, again, if, if, if there's an example and you want to bring it to my attention, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to take that feedback and figure out what we can do better. You know, we, that's again, being, uh, having that honest conversation and, uh, and being humble and taking that feedback is, is what we're all about. You know, I don't think so I would you encourage people to then, how would you encourage people that feel that way share that feedback with you? Well, people have not been shy sharing other feedback with me. So so, uh, so I would say feel free or, you know, drop me an email directly at, uh, you know, julie.obrien at Nutanix.com. I'm uh, I'm all ears, really. Apologize if I'm kind of, I'm reading what the the Twitters have to say. And there's some very, I mean, there's some supporters and there's some people, you know, making some, I think some good feedback. Um, not, not necessarily, I mean, I'm looking at this as, okay, you know, they're pointing to Nutanix, but I think it could be pointed to anybody. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, to your point earlier, um, Pumala, sometimes the IT industry can be an aggressive industry overall. Um, you and I and Teresa and, uh, you know, uh, have worked here, you know, and, and, been in this industry for quite some time and uh it it is an aggressive sale there are some big vendors out there who are known for having a very large aggressive global sales force so um you know i would just encourage i would just encourage folks you know and rebecca you know i'm sure you've seen this too over the years I, i would encourage people to talk to our customers talk to our partners about about who we are and and our culture um you know, we are a good community uh, player and industry player, and and um, you know, sometimes it's uh, it's it's sort of the industry itself. It's it's the passion, but you know, just know that that we are um, we're looking for that feedback, and and uh, again, we we use opportunities that might you know not always go as planned as an opportunity to do better as a company. Justin Warren says. Systems are in place. Look at the aviation industry; they learn from their failures. I think that's a great comment, Justin. Okay, I will yeah. look at the aviation industry because they—I mean, look at the aviation industry. I mean, they—they—they they, they do learn. Well, most of the time, they learn from their failures. You know, when plane crashes, they figure out what you know what happened, um, and you know they 
what if it's a mechanical issue, they engineer these planes to be better and try not to have it happen again. So d definitely, um, you don't learn anything if you don't fail. That is true. I, I think to reinforce what Julie said before as well, that, you know, we um, we do deep, deeply regret this and we are committed to changing things going forward. So thanks for your comment, um, Justin, and we, yeah, please, I hope you can take away from this that, um, you know, we will be taking action and taking steps to remedy this. Yeah, and I would say building on the platform that started grassroots that's, you know, being formalized. Um, you know, through your program and also through what HR is doing with things like the new flex program, casting a wider net um, to universities, you know, building a more diverse population, working with IEEE, working with WITI, uh, engaging the community in a conversation like we're talking about to create an actionable plan around the VMworld timeframe. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty going on here and yeah. we can do more and, and we will. Now, would you say this has kind of turned you off from having the next conference in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, if you're in the event industry, you know that Vegas is, uh, is a very easy place to yeah. buy into, you know, you have nice hotels and, uh, so there's a, there's there's a lot of that going for it. I think it's just you know you just got to be extremely careful about the environment that you're creating, uh, you know how you're trying to promote your brand, what kind of user experience you're trying to have, and and just be smart about those things. But yeah, it's uh, it's quite ironic. There are quite a few back-to-back -back industry events that are happening in Vegas. So hopefully yeah, everything everything is in Vegas this year. Every everything's in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, no, so, I, I so we are we we are way over time. Oh. Oh, so wow. I didn't realize. That. Uh, so yeah, do we do we have any other like questions we need to address, or do we want to wrap up soon? I guess you know my my comment would be for anybody, not not just Nutanix. Um, when you are planning an event, if think of it as. If your executive, your CEO, or whoever's in charge, your grandmother, you know, if they would be uncomfortable or embarrassed to be at the event because of what you're displaying or what's going on, you probably shouldn't have it or, you know, or sort of think twice with everything in, in Vegas, especially Vegas. But if someone's going to feel, if you would think someone would feel uncomfortable in, in your venue, then you probably shouldn't have it. And that, that's just my suggestion. And it was really, I mean, what happened now, you know, it's the past, but it's just going forward for everybody, regardless of the venue. I mean, it could, it could happen in San Francisco. It could happen in Orlando. You know, it, it could happen anywhere. It actually happened in Chicago last year at um, Microsoft Ignite, you know, and there's a couple other parties. Microsoft had something um, this past March, some women dressed inappropriately were dancing on stage and just not being very professional as well. So, I mean, it, it happens not just in Vegas and it happens to other companies. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. It's, you know, it's a, it's a bigger conversation, right? It's not, it's not just a Nutanix conversation. It's a, it's a bigger conversation for the industry. Okay. Well, I think 
I think we've beaten this horse dead. <laughs> more dead, more dead than it, uh, more dead than they, uh, it, it already is. Um, I think, I think you already said this. Um, someone asked, how do, how do they reach out to you if there is something? Yeah, sure. I would, I would really welcome that and, uh, and, and would really encourage that conversation. So you can either find me on Twitter, um, LinkedIn, or you can just send me a note directly to julie.obrien, O-B-R-I-E-N, at Nutanix.com. And uh, I would really welcome also for the industry folks who are on the call, competitors or not, you know, please be thinking about participating in this conversation. And, um, you know, and we're happy to share, again, what we're seeing with programs like Newflex and other initiatives that we'll be, you know, putting into, into place. Uh, some that were already planned, some that, that are on the docket, and would love to have you join that conversation. Okay. Great. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa, and thank you, Pumala. I know thank we ran over a little bit. No, it's, it's fine. This is a, it's, it's a hot, you know, it's a, this, it's a big topic. And, it's a good you know, conversation. It is, and, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the Twitter stream, and people just keep, it's like, Yes, there there are many lessons to be learned here, and I, I think you guys understand. I hope you guys understand that. Um, we wouldn't be here if that wasn't the case. We yeah, okay. yeah. The, the fact that it seems you know, like that you, you that you've come out and you're you know you're saying you're going to do better. I think everybody's going to be watching. It's it's almost like they're waiting for that third time. So you know, I hope it doesn't happen again. And you know, I'm confident that I think you guys are, are going to put some checks and balance in the places because I think there's more watchful eye now, especially we're live and, and people are watching. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, they they want to mm -hmm. see change. Yeah. Um, we will, uh, like you. I said, this is a catalyst. We uh, This is something that energizes us and, and mobilizes us. And I would say for sure, watch this space. Yeah. No, I, I, I am hopeful for you guys and, and for everybody, for, for every company. Yeah, I think this is a lesson for everybody, not just Nutanix, that, you know, next time, just, you know, you, you don't want to be you. It just, it just takes a little bit more effort. So, okay, everybody, thank you. And I guess it's time for us to uh, call it a night. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It was a really great conversation. Thank you. Good night.